So last week's episode was the last of a run of episodes that I had recorded several weeks ago. Um, It was good to have some great material in the vault at that time to release and get myself ahead of myself. And I'm glad I fucking did because the last few weeks I've been pretty hectic getting to grips with the new world order imposed to us by our response to Corona and also by Corona itself. So even though last week's and this week's are only one week apart, that when you're listening, they're actually weeks apart. Um, and so there'll be a bit of a flavour and I have a, a much better idea about what's happening with Corona and uh, hopefully we'll talk about some of that today and, and help you get through some of the mayhem that we're all experiencing. So I'm largely in lockdown now along with probably you, along with the rest of the country, we're largely in lockdown. My wife Helen, she goes out to work every day in the wall group and I'm at home uh, trying to homeschool the kids whilst cracking on with the venture capital stuff. Um, and helping the wall group from a bit of a distance and, and popping in every now and again to see them when there's a major problem, which there have been recently. And I'm also doing podcasts and all sorts of other stuff as well. So before I go any further, I just want to say one huge thank you to all the amazing teams we have in the wall group with multiple teams currently currently furloughed. And with, that's a whole new word that I'd never even heard of the last time I spoke to you. <laughs> even though there's only a week apart, this is a bit weird in these episodes. So um, with multiple teams now currently furloughed, as I'm sure is happening with lots of you listening, and with some... Um, uh, in our spar, I have some of our spar stores working. Our people in our spar stores are working on the front line, doing an amazing job in really, really difficult and stressful conditions. I send all my love to all of them, uh, all of them, and I'm so blessed to have Karen Meehan, uh, my operations director, leading them uh, as he is as a true leader of the highest caliber. Now I joke with him that he's blessed to have me, but really, it's the other way round. Now, hopefully the bastard won't be listening to this podcast episode as he'll use that against me for the rest of his time with me. I'll hopefully he'll be with me for the rest of his life and mine. Who knows? But anyway, one final shout out to all the amazing health uh, workers working on the front line too before we get into this episode. We all owe you a life debt at this time for your efforts. Um, and the health workers are like the soldiers that went over the top in the Second World War to take on Hitler and his armies. And thank God we've got them. I'm glad to say that the Wall Group has taken plenty of opportunities to deliver pallets of food and subway food and all sorts of stuff in the intervening period and we're really doing our best to uh, support them as they do amazing work for all of us. Anyway, that's the fucking fluffy stuff over with on this episode, episode 147 of the Speed Matter podcast with me, your host Gavin Wall, the Chief Walrus. Uh, never mind this fucking PE stuff that I'm saying with this Joe Wicks bastard. I fucking think he stole that off me, Joe Wicks doing his P- PE. Uh, this is all about your PT for your PD. And I've been knocking this out a lot longer than that twat Joe Wicks. Anyway, only joking Joe. Sorry for using that word. I've used that word a couple of times now, I think. Um, I don't like that word. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to use that. Uh, I'm Take that out. Um, if it's time to re-record it, I would, but I don't. So, uh, only joking Joe. I love you truly. And you're helping with my kids every day, which is absolutely fantastic. So thank you for taking the pressure off me for a little period of each day. But do you know what? Do you know what, Walruses? Joe Wicks is a good starting point for this episode. 
Because rather than focus on all the fear and the hysteria, and there is genuine fear and concern out there, but I'm going to ask you to set aside your concerns and fears. This is all about your mindset. Get the fuck off Facebook and Twitter and focus on the opportunities that lie ahead for us. Now, Joe Wicks, Joe Wicks, he knows this. Adding value to your proposition with the power of your mind. Just have a think about it. Joe Wicks has probably doubled, maybe trebled, maybe even quadrupled his personal value, even though that fucker can't get out of the wee box room at the front of his house. Like, sweet Jesus, I've seen better on QVC and infomercials on late night TV with his wee lunges and his tight shorts, but Joe gets it. He knows that more people than ever are watching TV or are on their iPads or on social media and soaking up all the stuff that's being put out there. Now, these people um, who are watching it are the consumers of the world. But Joe, Joe's a fucking producer. He's a producer. He's producing content that others are consuming. He gets it. And he has a captive fucking audience. I mean, I mean, listen, there, there was better going on in my PE classes when I was a young lad at school. I'm not doing that to knock Joe, I'm just saying that there's very little to it. It's not as if we can't do any of that stuff without Joe, but he knows he's a captive audience and he's milking it. Now, let me be very fucking clear about this. If you take nothing from this podcast, take this one thing. Never in the history of humankind has an opportunity like this arisen. Yes, there'll be those who won't like what I'm fucking saying, but they're too busy cowering from their fear. No, this is your moment. This is your opportunity. The audience is there and they're crying out for content, for leaders to give them hope, inspiration, and they want to see examples of those who aren't cowed by the fear. Now, don't get me wrong. Stick to the rules sensibly on your self-isolation, hand-washing, social distancing and everything else. But take advantage of the fucking eyeballs! Take advantage of the man! Woman, child, take advantage. They're fucking people on YouTube. They're 12, 13 year olds. Our audiences are mushrooming. Because there's eyeballs out there. And what are you doing as the entrepreneurs of this country? What are you doing? There's never been an opportunity like this. You may not be able to go out of your house, but you can get creative with your production. Now, I've been watching a few people in my network stepping up, showing what sets them apart from others. Showing up whilst others are disappearing up their own fucking holes. And I'm going to give a shout out to a couple of them. So I'm um, just to thank them for being leaders um, as I'm watching from afar in my own wee house. Now, firstly, Aaron Watson. If you're from Northern Ireland, you'll probably know who Aaron Watson is. He's Mr. Answering Service himself. And he is a director of Jan Communications. Um, who bizarrely contacted me just as I was heading in to record this episode. Now, that was a little bit fortuitous because it was bang on the money. Now, he launched his um, his company, Jan, uh, J-H-N, from Memory Communications, just a few weeks before lockdown. And uh, he did a whole lot of media about that. I'm sure he made he spent money on launching his product, etc., etc., because he'd been going from doing answering service and um, voiceovers, etc., to sort of launching this overall communications product. Um, now, whenever coronavirus hit, whenever the crisis hit, did he say to himself, poor me, poor me, poor fucking me, the world is so unfair to me? He probably did for a few hours, maybe even a few days, but very quickly, because he's a canny wee bastard, so he is, very quickly he was realising, I'm stuck indoors. And everyone else is stuck indoors. This is actually a massive fucking opportunity. 
Now he's gone back and he's doubled down on his videos that he used to do, um, and he's br- brought him to Northern Ireland's attention over the last couple of years. He, he's done also. He's been in his underpants again. We all wanted to see him in his underpants again. He's been in his coal bunker. He set up his home office in the middle of a street where he lives because there's no traffic anymore. He serenaded us. He's been in everything but the fucking crib because he gets it. He gets it. He just told me that in the last couple of weeks since he's been in lockdown, he's had one million views of his content. One million views of his content. That's incredible. Now, if we weren't in lockdown, he couldn't get that in six months. He's a born producer. And he's taking advantage of it and making us all laugh in these difficult times. Now, what are you going to do today? Why can't you be getting one million views just like Aaron? Now, check him out. There's no magical tech stuff that he's using. There's no mystery to it. He's just a good guy with a smartphone doing a bit of Northern Irish crack. That's C-R-A-I-C for any of you who don't know and you think I'm talking about something else. Although, uh, by the look of some of his videos, you might think he's on the other crack. But anyway, find your fucking niche. It doesn't need to be a million views like Aaron. He's put a lot of groundwork in over the last couple of years to build his audience. But we're going to come out of the other side of this at some stage and the winners will be the ones who made us laugh, made us cry, educated us, even challenged us um, with all sorts of content during this time. Now, my kids, here's a wee example. My kids had their piano lessons on Zoom the other day. Um, Now, I'm getting in, I'm actually personally getting in more meetings than ever before because of Zoom. Like Aaron, I've had about a million views on posts recently too. In fact, one of them's had um, over half a million, I think, at this stage. But I'll tell you more about that later in the episode as there's a few important points to come out of that too. Now, I don't know how I'm just, you might think I'm going off on a side tangent here, but I'm not, this is, Jermaine to the episode, folks. Now, I don't know how many of you will remember Jeremy Beadle. Beadle. If you're anything near the age that I am, you certainly will. Jeremy Beadle, who was huge on RTVs in the 1980s and the 1990s with Game for a Laugh and Beadle's About. Now, in modern day terms, just think Ant and Dec and probably roll in Stephen Mulhern too and you'll get them all rolled up in one and you'll get a picture of what Jeremy, Jeremy Beadle was. Now, well, Beadle, um, more than maybe anybody else, knew the power of a- eyeballs. Jeremy Beadle knew the power of the eyeballs. He sadly passed away in 2008 in his late 50s. Uh, I'm I'm sure that not many people will remember this particular thing about him, but I I was a wee bit of an anorak for business ideas. And because he knew the power of eyeballs, I can remember him launching a new telephone with video built in. So a, a telephone with video built in back in the late 1980s, I think it was. Now, I haven't checked this out on um, Google. This is just from my memory, so I may stand corrected about the timing of it. Um, But his telephone with video was poo-pooed by many. I mean, people were saying, who wants to be seen with their rulers in or without their makeup done, etc.? And the video phone, which he pushed and advertised and spent a lot of money on, etc. I don't think he invented it, but he was the front of it. Um, it, it, It failed. It failed to scale, okay? But it failed more because it was ahead of its time in terms of a technology and distribution of the infrastructure, not because it wasn't a great idea. Okay? Well, the corona crisis has forced that agenda onto everybody's lips. That's now front and centre what Jeremy Beadle was trying to launch back in the 80s. Now, the video call is here like never, the video call is here like never before. 
and it's not going to go away anytime soon. Now, there are slizzers discovering what Zoom is for the first time, and Asset Nexus, one of our startups, is actually helping in that space. And there are doctors, like if we shout out here to Roger Mulligan, who's driving that forward for us, and obviously Andrew Cuthbert also. Um, but um, slizzers are discovering Zoom for the first time. Doctors are discovering Zoom for the first time, and families too. Now, the way we interact has changed forever due to the virus. Interestingly, the tech has been there for several years. Skype, etc. is over a decade old. But it's only because of the lockdown now that it's gone mainstream. Now, these are the sorts of opportunities that you can take advantage of. Now, I don't mean creating tech to stream images, as very few of you will be in that space to have that technical expertise. But what I mean is about implementing these into your business I mean, being the one who rolls it out across your industry. I mean, the one who sets up the water cooler moments on video call. I mean, the connector of people on this platform. I mean, the ones who come up with a murder mystery show that might be launched on Zoom or something else. The one who takes their conference online instead of in the traditional theatre or hotel. Um, I see actually uh, Think Network is doing something a wee bit like that at the minute big shout out to uh, my friend Gary Doherty good luck with that Gary the list of ideas is actually endless and the beauty of this online stuff is it doesn't have the cost the physical cost of the infrastructure such as hiring conference centres hiring theatres such as all the other bits and pieces that that are a cost or a lie to that now and I hope I for one hope that the man who was everyone's favourite person to punch in the face in the 1980s, 1990s, Mr Jeremy Beadle, is up there having the last laugh. Now, I also want to give a shout out to, and she might be a bit surprised by this, but she's getting a shout out for two reasons. Now, firstly, she's getting a shout out because she said I was her number one. I was her number one resource for mindset and motivation. This podcast, she absolutely loves the Speed Mentor podcast, and that I was ahead of the amazing Rob Moore (laughs) and I'm very vain like that so that really helped uh, get her a mention on the show and secondly I'm giving her a shout out because she embodies everything that you need to see from a leader at times like these now she's worked very hard over the last few years building up her marketing business Mocha marketing over the last few years uh, over in Leicester England she's worked really really hard implementing loads of stuff um, implement loads of stuff that we talk about on the podcast and then no doubt like everyone else the arse fell out of her business a few weeks ago and I saw her quiet on LinkedIn and stuff like that uh, for a few days probably licking her wounds and that's natural but then what happens with the very best of fucking leaders they rise up it's like Simba in the Lion King at the cliff top and they lead the people or Simbas or whatever they lead the people out of the darkness and in the last week or two, I've just, do you know what? I've just realised, I haven't even told you what her name is. It's the lovely Gemma Orton, founder and MD of uh, Mocha Marketing. And she's been posting some really good video and content, real personal stuff, showing people her vulnerability, but her strength at the same time. I, I think um, uh, uh, Brenny Brown would be proud of her uh, and providing some of the answers that we all need. So I've posted her and her team some complimentary passes. I've posted some complimentary passes that go by Carrier Pigeon uh, to Walrus Island and we'll see them here once this is all over. And big respect to Gemma Orton from the Chief Walrus. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great, Gemma. And uh, you know what? Um, just like Gemma, uh, you just can't go into deep 
freeze um, with your business and hope that at the end of this, you'll come out the other side. Um, those that provide the value during the lockdown, like Gemma is, will be well ahead of the rest on the other side. And I was going to talk about some of the content that I've been putting out during the lockdown. And one particular piece that I flagged up earlier on that's had half a million views and loads of stuff spinning out from it. But I don't think I'm going to have time um, for that right now. I'll, I'll probably come back to that next week because the mention of the Lion King just earlier has got, got me um, thinking of a wee song for you. And you know what? I've never really ventured into the musicals much on the episodes. But I think that time has come. I really do think that time has come, folks. Well, which song should I do? I don't know whether I can do this. This is musical stuff. Elton John's going to be... I was going to say rolling in his grave, but I know oh, there, there's, he's not dead. And can you feel the love tonight? See, I picked the tune up now. It is where we are. It's enough for this wide-eyed wanderer That we've got this far And can you feel the love tonight? Oh, it's late to rest It's enough to make the kings and vagabonds Believe the very best And can you feel the love tonight? So there you have it. We're facing at the minute what probably all the animals of the animal kingdom face all the time. We need the leaders to step up. We need the Simbas and the Simbasesses. Uh, we need Aaron Watson, Aaron Watsons and the Gemma Ortons and all the Wall Russians listening to this podcast. This is your fucking moment. Trust me. Who would Churchill have been without a war to win? Or Gandhi without a people to free? Or Mandela without the hardship? They would be unknowns. That's the size of the opportunity out there. Why don't you go and fucking seize a piece of it? It's your choice. I'm a man on a mission.